Masao Masto was late at his morning meditation. Here it was, already a few minutes past eight o'clock in the morning, and still he sat cross-legged, like a saffron-robed Buddha, in the little sun parlor which he was pleased to call his meditation room. Kati, his wife, sent the two children off to school in a flurry of whispers, and then she stood staring at the figure of her husband. Had he fallen asleep? That, she knew, would be the ultimate sin in meditation, provided there was such a thing as a sin in meditation. She herself did not meditate. It was quite enough, she once told her husband, to run the house and take care of the children, aside from which she felt no need. She was not a policeman, thank heavens. Her husband was. She was in the kitchen, putting his breakfast together, when she heard him rise and go into the bedroom to dress. A few minutes later, he leaned over her and kissed the spot where her neck joined her shoulder. That does not make everything all right, she said. Is everything not all right? I've been reading an article by Betty Frieden about women. Do you know what she says about Japanese women? Ah, so. Will I get my breakfast or must I eat at the hash joint? Your breakfast is already on the table. You are really the most wonderful of wives, Masto told her. Only because I never stand up for my rights. Sono Ashie is starting a consciousness raising group for Nisei women. She asked me to join. Are you asking me or telling me? I'm not sure. It's an excellent idea, Masto said. You agree? Why not? Higher consciousness is excellent in any situation, and if you neglect my home and my children, I can always divorce you and find a truly submissive woman. Why must you always tease me? Tease you? Never. He finished eating, rose, and put his arms around her. I love you very much. Join any group you wish. Now I must go. To violence and death and murder. And now I have another day of worry. Absolutely not, Masto said cheerfully. There has been no death by violence in Beverly Hills for five weeks. In fact, I should not be surprised if they closed down the homicide department. Then I should be an ordinary policeman admonishing children of the rich who sniff cocaine and lecturing housewives on how to keep their oversized houses from being burgled. That would not make me unhappy, Kati told him. Would it make him unhappy? As he drove north on Motor Avenue from Culver City, where he lived, into Beverly Hills, Masto wondered about that. He had been in charge of Beverly Hills' tiny homicide squad for five years now. Could it be that he had become fascinated with murder? It was the ultimate crime, the single hideous mark of the beast that had scarred man since Cain first raised his hand against his brother Abel. Of course, that was a Western myth, yet Masto, like most Nisei, 
was a man whose consciousness was split between East and West. Why do men murder? Kati had once asked him. Because they lose themselves somewhere, he had replied, and in that way they lose the rest of mankind. That is a Zen answer, Kati said with irritation. You only confuse me with your Zen answers. He reached the police station on Rexford Drive, parked, and went upstairs. Well, he confused Kati, and very often he confused himself. There was no easy answer when he asked himself why he was a policeman, any more than an easy answer to the question of why murder was done. Yet he was content to remain where he was, to accept the fact that promotion was unlikely, that Beverly Hills was not yet ready for a Nisei chief of police.